TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Danny, it is wonderful to be with you, my friend. How are you? I'm good. The pleasure is all mine. Um, I want to start off with this because the Cavs have obviously changed in a number of different ways from the middle of December to now. They've changed stylistically. I think they've changed a little bit philosophically. How much credit do you think head coach J.B. Bickerstaff deserves for the transformation of this team? I think a lot, Danny. I, it's funny. I, in my day job, I, there's a guy I sit near who I quite like who is still a J.B. hater, and he came in after the Bulls game and was fired up about the offense and then not working that well. And my point back to him is the one I'm going to make to you now. It is it is a guy who I think if he had not had the locker room when all the injuries happened, the season could have gone a different way. I think that's number one to me. Number two, he has, I think he and the coaching staff have changed the way they play in a way that I think accentuates Donovan Mitchell in a really smart way that is more akin to some Mitchell-Utah structure in a way that has helped this team, and that's because of J.B. He made changes. He kept the bind in the locker room. He deserves a ton of credit for this, and if you think differently, I think you're, you're, you're being a hater at this point. I do think that's fair. I, well, I think it's also still worth mentioning that he's not a coach without faults. Like, I still have... Oh, for sure. I, I still have questions about some X's and O's things as we get into the playoffs and the game changes a little bit, but I do think, Chris, that he deserves a lot of credit because... And I'm glad you brought that up to where... This season could have gone one of two ways on December 15th. And if I would have had to bet when we got that press release saying that Mobley and Garland were both going to miss significant time, I would have bet that it was going to go the opposite way. And I think that, you know, while maybe Bickerstaff stumbled onto some things that weren't necessarily planned with other guys, such as Sam Merrill and Craig Porter Jr., you still have to give him credit for making it all work. 100%. And I, I think he, even just the choices he has made, with his rotation, he could have, I think, tried to force Craig Porter Jr. in there to be a point guard. And I think he rightly saw, hey, we need to maximize shooting. I can't really put this guy on there right now, right? I think that was a smart thing. I think him playing Sam Merrill was, wherever that came from, that was an inspired choice. I think he has, to your point, I think, pulled kind of the right levers when he's needed to. And, and I think, I mean, Danny, you, you know him, I think, even better than I do. I, I feel like this is a testament to whatever the faults still are, and I think there are some. I do think this tells us that he is willing to be adaptable in a way that I don't know if I, last year I would have thought he would have been. 
Yeah, I, I think that's that's totally fair. I don't think that they were adaptable last year. And listen, I also think part of that's the construction of the roster. Like when you go down the roster and you start talking about the the seventh, eighth, ninth guy on the roster. Last year, we were talking about Jetty Osman and a very different version of Dean Wade and Lamar Stevens, and we're pounding our fists on the table for Danny Green minutes in the playoffs. And the roster is just so differently constructed last this year than last year that I think that that also makes life easier. Yes, I think. The, I mean, I think Dean Wade's a good shout in this because the way Dean Wade has played, I know he's out right now, but the way he was playing was a, the version of Dean Wade you needed. It was the version of Dean Wade that I think made the Cavs comfortable with Kevin Love leaving last year, right? Like, he's taking threes. He's playing with confidence. Isaac Okor is another guy that is playing with confidence right now. And, I mean, it's, we can't, it's hard for us to quantify, like, how much the coach gets credit for some of that stuff. It's impossible. It's, especially when you're not there every day. It's like one of the things, even if you talk to people, I think it's impossible to accurately figure out. I do think he has to deserve some credit in, in getting guys playing really confident basketball right now. And it's the role guys. The star guys are going to take care of themselves. You don't have to worry about Donovan Mitchell in any way. But it's everyone else that I think he, you deserve credit for getting the most out of. Chris Manning with us now on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. Chris, Evan Mobley, since he's been back, has been, I think, playing the best basketball of his career on the offensive end of the floor at the very least. Defensively, I think that he's still getting a little comfortable. He's really good, but... I don't know that he's quite at the defensive player of the year level he was at last year yet, but I want to give him some time there. How much is what he's done offensively, especially extending his range, how important do you think that is to postseason success? It's vital. I mean, I think the fact that teams are going to have to stretch out the middle of the floor against Cleveland, that he can pass from there, that he can shoot from there, that he can attack from there at times if the handle keeps getting a little tighter – it unlocks another lever of the offense that they need. And I think, Danny, in, in the world where they've developed other ways to play offense but are going to need counters in the playoffs, and it hasn't, I think, been the best Darius Garland season where you feel like he might is, is locked into that guy. What is the counter? Maybe Evan Mobley is, is part of the, the counter that when they load up on Mitchell and throw two on the ball and trap him and get the ball out of his hands. Maybe there's an Evan Mobley moment coming that is being kind of set up right now by the way he's playing on offense and the way he's shooting threes. Well, I was going to is this the leap? Like, are we watching in real time the Evan Mobley offensive leap? I think so. I, I think the counting stats don't tell you that story because they're still relatively like, it's like 14 points. And you're never going to be like, man, 14 points, that's a leap. You know, like that, that's not a number where you're like, right, hey, yeah, yeah, brother. Yeah. Uh, but I think if you watch him, it is. And I think even defensively, to your point, like he's not playing the defense you'd expect it to, but it feels to me like a rhythm and timing issue because he's, I've seen him just like once or twice a game, he's biting on pump fakes I don't think he normally bites on. He's just getting, He's just a little all over the place in that way, not all over the place, but just a little off in a way that is not normal for him. So, yeah, I, I think the leap is happening. I think he's going to – he's always been Danny too talented for, for him never to, like, grow again. I never really understood people arguing that or feeling that way. But I, I think it's happening. I think over the long run we'll see if it kind of sustains, but it feels to me like it's happening. So one of the issues last year I think a lot of people had with this Cavs team, or that Cavs team, I should say, 
in the playoffs was the lack of toughness. You know, we all have the image of Mitchell Robinson laughing at this team during and after the series in the locker room. I do think that's changed. I think that this is a tougher team. I ask you, are they tough enough? I mean, I, th- I think this is the one time where I'm willing to, like, I am very much, Danny, you know this from us talking about this off air. I'm very sure that, like, we have to take things the regular season for some value and that they that they grow and that, like, this means something. The toughness thing I think we have learned something about in the sense that they didn't crumble when the season took a weird turn, when they started out bad, when the Mitchell noise started a little bit more, uh, get revved up, when Garland and Mobley go out. But the the final answer to this is probably round one. Do they get Miami? Do they get uh, Indiana team that is playing a pretty interesting basketball and will be a tough out? Is it like a slog of a series against the Magic who don't have a good offense at all but are a really good defensive team? Like you're going to get some kind of challenge in the playoffs. And if you get out of round one, are you getting Giannis in round two? And what does that look like? Do you get the Knicks again in round two, maybe with home court, like with home court? I, I, there's more challenges to come. I think we don't know exactly how tough they are just because we haven't seen the playoffs yet, but I do think we have learned something that tells us that I, that there should be a, better, a higher bar, that you shouldn't expect the same exact thing to happen last year based on this regular season. Do you think that – how much do you think Max Struess and George Yang and Tristan Thompson have meant to that, maybe just giving you a little bit of faith that the toughness could be real? I think a huge amount. I mean – the, the, if I, right now, if you were to, who are the, the two guys most likely to get a technical in a game for like yelling at another team or like getting into an argument? It's George Niang and Max Struess. I think like those would be like your 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 betting favorites. If you and had, then a pretty considerable uh, gap, I think, after those two. Yeah, like I don't. It may be Tristan, but he's suspended for PEDs right now, so like <laughs> he's, he's not an option. Um, those guys are like ultra psycho y kind of competitors in a really good way and every team needs that. I, I you know, they're they're it, people get they can get weird about that stuff, overvalue it sometimes. You do need guys like that and I think having guys like that on a team that are tough, guys that have been there, I think Struce in particular is just like wired to to be competitive and be a little surly. I think you needed those guys and I do think it kind of reverberates through the whole locker room. And Tristan too, knowing what he was in twenty eighteen and how much he was harping on that really bad team, uh, the 2018-19 season, and for them to just like be professional and be competitive, and and what I it, what he just has always been, I'm sure he's been a real positive fortune. I mean, they, there's got to be a reason they didn't just like send him to the curb when he got suspended and is just eating up a roster spot. There has to be a reason for that. Well, I think he's proven his worth. I and and yeah. truthfully, like I know he's been suspended for what five weeks right now, and then he'll be back in early March. I think it is. But when he's been on the floor, and again, the counting stats are not going to be like, oh, man, Tristan Thompson. But when he's been on the floor, I think he's brought something of value, too, in addition to the yeah. off-the-court stuff. Yeah. I mean, he, he there's a reason he just, like, ate Damian Jones' spot up and they never tried Isaiah Mobley because Tristan Thompson was good enough for a for a 10-minute-a-game backup center when he needed one. Absolutely. Do you think it's unfair to expect this team to be in the conference finals? No, I don't. I, I think – what their second round matchup is going to be is going to be a challenge, and if they're like a an underdog in that series, if it's Milwaukee or New York, I wouldn't be shocked by that, Danny. But I think that's a that's a that's a reasonable place for them to get. That is a reasonable place 
for them to aspire to. I, st- I think whoever is playing Boston in the in the conference finals is going to be an underdog to get the finals. But I think it's I think expecting the the standard they can hold themselves to to get there is a is a is a very reasonable achievable goal for them. They're one of they're one of the, in the non-Boston category. I think there are three teams that reasonably can get there, and I, the, the Cavs are absolutely one of them, and that's a big deal. So. Outside of Boston, because I think you and I both agree that if the Cavs and Boston faced off in a playoff series starting today, and I get that it, no playoff series starts on February 17th, but I think we would both pick the Celtics, right? Is that correct? Am I good in assuming that from you? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Who else would you pick to beat the Cavs in a playoff series? Because I don't know if I have a list. I might pick them against anyone else right now, and I'm not sure if I'm prisoner of the moment or what's going on, but I think that all of the other teams are flawed. Among East teams, the only two that I think you really need to think about are Milwaukee and New York. I just feel like Milwaukee's going in the wrong direction. I, and I don't believe in Doc Rivers as a playoff coach. I don't. It's just, it, it's, just, it's just like the Giannis part of it to me, Danny. It's just like that scares me. Um, and, I mean, frankly, like structurally, the Knicks are still pretty equipped to give the Cavs some problems. Like if they're healthy, and like that's a problem for them right now. All the big wings they have – when they and they're just gonna push you and punish you, that is still kind of one of the ways I think you can beat Cleveland. Um, so that that's the other one to me that I'm just a little like, okay, like, what does this look like? I mean, Danny, the beauty of it is, and the Knicks won't be fully healthy, so that's kind of part of the problem here. But we're getting these games in a couple of weeks. We're getting the Knicks, I think, the third, and the Celtics on the fifth. Yeah, we're gonna see some of this. I kind of wish we had one more Cavs-Bucks game. We don't because of the way the schedule's set up, and so we won't see that. But um, I, I think in the East, the only teams I would pick would be the, the Boston's for sure, the Bucks and the and the Bucks and the Knicks are not for sure. But I think those series are competitive, and I I, I think they those would be like six seven game series. How important do you think it is for the Cavs to get the two seed? I think it's really important. I think every advantage you can get is a big deal. I and I think two or three has to be kind of the standard because I don't think you want at all to be on the Boston side of the bracket. Right. Like you're, you need to get two or three and the, the, the playoff probability reports you can look at, give them, say that five times fast, can give you, say they're going to be a two seed in most scenarios, but you have to get there. And I think that that matters more than who is the three seed. I, I think you got to push for two, push for three at the very, very worst, because you don't want to be on that Boston side of the bracket. How many teams in the NBA right now, does Chris Manning think could win the title? Like, it, what's the list of teams that if they won the championship in June, you would not be stunned? Boston. The Nuggets. Right. The, the Clippers. I would be a little stunned if Cleveland or the Knicks or the Bucks did it because I just think Boston's that good. Sure. So that's the East. See, with I think a little I'm with you for most of this. The Clippers the Clippers are in a similar boat, I guess, as the Cavs to me. Not in yeah, the, the tail. No, 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 I get that. But I don't trust them to be healthy. It's yeah, like a, I, I need to see them do it in the playoffs because historically they've not been able to for different reasons than the Cavs, but historically yeah. they've faltered. And I need to see all those guys be healthy in April and May. 
I think that they might be the best team in basketball when they are, but I don't I, I don't know that I can trust them to be that. Yeah, I think that's fair. I just am going to, like, wish good things to the world and let's just see them healthy because Kawhi Leonard's playing at, like, an obscene level and um, is really, really good, and that team is really, really good, and they have one of the best two coaches in the league and Ty Lue, um, which Cuban people very much know. I would say it's those three, to me, it would be, like, my favorites. And you could see, like, if someone gets in there, if it's, I mean, don't look now. The Warriors are playing really well right now. I'm not. I cannot. Um, I cannot, Chris, say a team that's in tenth could win the title. No, I know. stop. I agree. And you know they're, what? The Lakers can't either, and they're in ninth. No, the Lakers can't. I would pick the Warriors having a better chance than the Lakers right now. The yeah, Star, like, and both of them have a zero percent chance. Yeah, I think it's probably those three teams because, like, I don't. It's the Clippers, the Nuggets, and the Celtics is like kind of my upper tier, just because like Phoenix is going to have a hard path. The Wolves and the Thunder aren't quite there. The Cavs, the Knicks, and the Bucks all have, I think, questions that aren't quite there. So I think it's really those three teams that would be, like, my upper tier. Other teams could absolutely get there and make the finals in some way. But I think it's really only those three teams that are in, like, my upper, upper expected tier. Chris, I'll get you out of here on this. And you can find Chris Uh-oh. Manning on Twitter at CWM Rights. You can find his podcast, the Just Basketball podcast, as well as Locked on Cavs. Do you think Donovan Mitchell should be higher in MVP discussions? TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I think I, I'll, can I, I'll enter it this way. I don't understand why there's such a big gap between him and Jalen Brunson in the odds. I don't either. That's what I, I, I think that Donovan is better than Jalen Brunson. And if you only look at it through the vacuum of this season, I think Donovan's having a better season, but I think that last season's playoffs impacted. Yeah, and I think, to be clear, Brunson is really good. Like, they're both just really good and deserve, like, love. Like, there's no question about that to me. Um, I think the problem is they don't have the rep of a team just based on the playoffs last year, but he should be – like, he should be, like, somewhere between, like, five and seven on your ballot, I think is where I would have it right now. I don't think he's in the upper, upper tier um, of the MVP. I think that's, like, Jokic and Shea for me right now, and Embiid would have been there as well had he not gotten hurt and, and been the 65-game the, the thing coming to play there. But I think he he should be taken more seriously as someone that's going to get votes, and I think he will if they keep winning like this, if they hold the two seed, I think he's going to be so overwhelming in what he's done individually and the team success on top of that, that I think there's got to be some love there. Chris, very much appreciate the time today. Thanks, man. Danny, anytime. 
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.